How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back with our week three pregame show. We're going to be making our picks, going over the entirety of the game, letting you guys know everything you need to know before the Bears head to First Energy Stadium tomorrow to face the Cleveland Browns. The one and one Browns, the one and one Bears should be a very interesting one. We're going to be covering it all, obviously, and then getting into our picks at the end. Before we get into this one, I would like to say sorry for two days without videos. We were feeling a little bit under the weather, also got a little bit busy. So uh, normally that's not what we do. We try and post Bears content each and every day, and we're going to keep getting back on that consistent schedule. But uh, yeah, drop a like, subscribe, follow if you haven't already. We're going to be posting videos each and every day. I'm your host, Chris Mulpey. Today, to break down this week three matchup, I am joined with my co-host, Parshaw. Parth, how's it going, man? Happy Saturday, college football today. A lot to look forward to. Yep, a lot of football today. Um, packed with some action. Notre Dame, Wisconsin kicking it off in less than 45 Soldier minutes, I think. Soldier Field, baby. Soldier <laughs> Field. Exactly. Yeah, it'll be fun to see that. And then I think IU plays tonight at 8 p.m., so it'll be fun to watch as well. Um, I think the Hawkeyes play in three hours as well. So uh, a lot of a lot of action. Um, and then obviously the Bears tomorrow. So lots of games. Um, it'll be a fun, fun couple of days for sure. These weekends are just my bread and butter, I feel like, just with the yeah. amount of football that I get to watch. It's so much fun. Uh, but yeah, exactly. obviously, we've got Bears-Browns tomorrow. Uh, should be an interesting game. Justin Fields, obviously, the headline's going to be him making his first start with Andy Dalton going down with a bone bruise. He's going to get his first start in this one against the Cleveland Browns, a team that comes in at 1-1. One and one. Obviously, First Energy Stadium tomorrow, September 26th. Uh, ready or not, you know, Fields gets the start tomorrow. The Bears have a 24, 28.3% chance to win this one per ESPN's matchup predictor. They are also currently sitting at 7.5-point underdogs with the over-under at 44.5 points for this one. So, Parth... You know how we do these. We didn't do Fan Mail Friday, so we will answer some questions a little bit further down the road. We normally don't do that in our pregame show anymore, but we will do this one. Let's start off with the Cleveland Browns. They've scored 30 points per game. They've allowed 27 points a game. Looking at them offensively, they've averaged 421.5 total yards per game, 154.5 on the ground, 267 through the air for quarterback Baker Mayfield defensively. The Browns have allowed 359.5 yards per game. They've allowed 77.5 on the ground to opponents and also 282 through the air. That is probably a pretty good sign for Justin Fields, but taking a look at who Cleveland's got, I mean, obviously Baker Mayfield leading the way. He's their franchise quarterback. Nick Chubb has been a dominant force on the ground alongside Kareem Hunt. They're going to get Odell Beckham back in this game. Odell Beckham Jr. will be making his season debut Against Chicago, the Browns recently placed Jarvis Landry on IR, so we're going to be facing uh, top three wide receivers of Odell Beckham Jr., Donovan Peoples-Jones, and then Rashard Higgins there. They've got solid tight end play, Austin Hooper, David Njoku. I really like what they do with the double tight end set. And then an offensive line that's a little bit banged up and has been struggling so far this season, Jedrick Wills, Joel Batonio, J.C. Treader, Wyatt Teller, and Jack Conklin. Taking a look at Cleveland's defense, they run a base 4-3-D. They've got some maulers up front. The defense overall hasn't been performing uh, overall as a unit how you think they would. Uh, that's why I'm a little bit looking forward to this game with Justin Fields coming in. But Miles Garrett, 
obviously leads the way for them alongside Malik Jackson. They've got Jadeveon Clowney, Malcolm Smith, and in the secondary, uh, a lot of recognizable names that have struggled a little bit, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Denzel Ward, Ronnie Harrison, John Johnson, who they brought in from the Rams, as well as Greg Newsom, the rookie out of Northwestern, who we had our eyes on the entirety of the pre-draft process. So, Parth, I'm going to start with you here. Cleveland's got a pretty loaded lineup. Uh, they put up a good fight against the Chiefs. Had a little bit of a down game last week against the Houston Texans, but were able to pull through. Uh, Tyrod Taylor really did ball out in that one, which gets, gives me a little bit of hope for Justin Fields. But overall, what's your thought on this Cleveland Browns unit from the AFC North, which is one of the best divisions in football so far? Yeah, they do play in one of the toughest divisions. Um, I believe they're going to win that division. Uh, this team is loaded, I feel like, offensively, uh, you know, with Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb. Those are two really good running backs. And when you can pair that up with two solid tight ends with Austin Hooper, David Najoku, and then you got Jarvis Landry, who's obviously hurt for this game, but him and Odell, when they're together, they're strong. Uh, and then Baker Mayfield, uh, his rookie season, he looked really good. We all saw he had the potential to become a pretty solid quarterback in the National Football League, and I think he is. He's a competitor. He works hard. He plays hard, and that's one thing I love about him. Uh, he, he loves the game, and he's super passionate about that, and you see that. Um, he plays to win. And this defense, uh, like you said, they have struggled a little bit, uh, but it's been two weeks into the season, and one of the teams they played was the Kansas City Chiefs, and they do have Patrick Mahomes who lights it up against literally any defense. So, you know, I'm not worried about that Browns defense. Uh, I think they're a good defense. Uh, they got some really good pieces on the back end. Uh, I like Denzel Ward. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good corner out of Ohio State. And then, obviously, Miles Garrett, uh, a strong, dominant, fierce tackle uh, I think he's one of the best players in the league top five defend defensive player um, and then Jadavian Clowney I forgot they got him uh, he's a, he's a really good player um, one of the best pass rushers uh, highly talented pass rusher as well so this team's got definitely got some solid pieces on the back end as well so it's gonna be a tough task for this Bears offense um, but I'm excited to see what happens yeah, uh, it, it's all going to be on Justin Fields uh, at the end of the day. Yeah. The Bears winning, getting in this game or not. Uh, I trust that the Bears defense will show up enough. You know, the Bears defense has done a pretty good job so far this season in terms of plugging the run. Uh, I believe they've only allowed to opposing running backs 71.5 rushing yards per game, which taking a look at what this Browns unit has been able to do, that's pretty impressive. Uh, I know Nick Chubb already has three touchdowns in only mm -hmm. two games and almost 200 rushing yards. So if they can hold him, that's going to be big. But obviously they bring that running aspect to the game, uh, as well as Baker Mayfield. He's someone who uh, doesn't get the greatest narrative in terms of how the media portrays him, but he, he's gotten better throughout his time in the NFL. He's gotten more accurate. <laughs> He's toned down on the turnovers a lot. Uh, so I trust that he's going to play a good game. Uh, hopefully the Bears front seven will be able to get there. They've given up a couple sacks in the last couple of weeks, I believe, uh, two or three last week to the Houston Texans, and the Bears are coming off a week where they swarmed Joe Burrow and got four tackles, forced three turnovers from him. So if the Bears could come Dang out and around J Baker Mayfield, um, you know, obviously he's going to be attacking probably Duke Shelley there. Uh, in the slot with either Donovan Peoples-Jones or they put Odell there or they put Rashard Higgins there. Uh, it's going to be a tough day uh, for whoever starts at nickel corner for the Bears throughout the entirety of the season. But uh, I do believe that this defense will be able to hold up Jalen Johnson, the number one quarterback in football right now. Roquan Smith playing some really good ball. We see Robert Quinn finally uh, making an impact. But, you know, this Cleveland offense is explosive. That's just how it is. They're going to get really good tight end play as well in this one. Taking a look at Cleveland's defense, uh, you know, the Browns aren't that great. 
Uh, the Browns have not been that great defensively. Uh, their pass defense is currently ranked 31st in the league. They're allowing the 19th highest completion percentage in the league. They're allowing the 20th most passing first downs per game. They're also allowing uh, the 24th most yards per passing attempt, 25th most yards per completion, and the 25 highest, 25th highest NFL passer rating to opposing quarterbacks. So Justin Fields is going to have a chance to succeed in this game. We know all the names in the Cleveland secondary, Denzel Ward, John Johnson, Ronnie Johnson, as well as Greg Newsom. But the Bears have players that can win one-on-one matchups in this one. I expect Justin Fields to get the ball to Allen Robinson. I think he's finally going to step up and progress. He hasn't really been able to get going uh, throughout the season so far. Um, in Darnell Mooney, the Bears are going to be able to use their speed. Uh, I'm not too confident in the run game in this one. Cleveland's actually done a really good job holding opposing running backs uh, to, to, to poor games. Uh, so the Bears are going to have to try and get the running game going in this one, but I am confident that the Bears' defense can step up in this Week 3 game. I'm also confident that the Bears will be able to find some offensive success. You give Justin Fields a week with the ones. He starts to gel a little bit more, finds his targets. I think the offense is going to run a lot more smooth this week, and hey, maybe Matt Nagy sees that quarterback and says, this is not someone that we can take out and bring back Andy Dalton once he's healthy. So overall, Browns are a solid team. It's going to be a tough task regardless, but I do think the Bears definitely have an opportunity to win this one part. I'm going to start with you. The last video we recorded this week was our three key matchups. We talked a lot about Jalen Johnson, uh, shutting down Odell, shutting down Nick Chubb defensively if you're the Bears, and also just Justin Fields needing to take over in such a big game in his mm -hmm. first career start. He's 10-0 and at Ohio as a starting quarterback for the Ohio State Buckeyes. We'll see if he can make it 11 tomorrow. But overall, what is your key to the game in Week 3? Are there any positional matchups you're taking a look at that are important in terms of the Bears coming away with a win here? I think uh, you got to stop Nick Chubb. Uh, you got to stop Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Those guys can take over the game and just completely make this a really bad game for the Bears. I mean, if they can run all over you, they'll be able to use Odell over the top. Uh, they'll be able to use Rashard Higgins, David Njoku, who's currently their leading receiver, um, Austin Hooper. They got a lot of talented receivers, uh, tight ends, wide receivers, uh, even without Jarvis Landry. So if Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are able to run all over us, uh, it, it's going to be a problem because those guys have been able to take over games. Uh, last week, we saw Nick Chubb basically take over at, at the end of the third quarter. Uh, he ran for, I think, a couple of big runs, and it basically ended the game for the Texans. Uh, he, he ended up the game with 95 yards and 11 carries. That just shows how explosive he can be in nine-point-something yards per carry. Uh, he, uh, ever since he's been in the league, he's been averaging over five yards per carry, so you just got to watch out for that. And... Uh, I think Roquan Smith's definitely gonna have a tougher test today, because or tomorrow, because he's gonna have to watch out for that run and those tal talented tight ends and David Njoku and Austin Hooper. Yeah, if uh, Roquan Smith can step up in this one, it would be huge. He's someone who probably is a top three middle linebacker yeah, in the league. And he's, not and he's not number three, and he's not number two, uh, <laughs> in my humble opinion. But I'm going to go with Justin Fields um, stepping up against a weaker Cleveland secondary in this one. Uh, you've got to get the offense rolling. I think the Bears have done a good job at getting their defense off the field throughout these first two weeks, and this kind of goes hand-in-hand in what Parth was saying because if the run game is successful for Cleveland, uh, you're not going to get off the field. They're going to sucker that clock. They're going to keep yeah. it rolling uh, and punching in the gut. So um, 
the, you That's know, the head coach Kevin Stefanski. Uh, I mean, Kevin Stefanski, he used to be the Vikings offensive coordinator. Uh, they have him now, and he's he did really well with the Vikings that one year. He was the offensive coordinator. Their offense looked good with Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook. It was a very balanced attack, and that's what they're doing down in Cleveland right now. And it's working well for them. I feel like uh, I think he's done a really well job, and that's why you got to watch out for that run game. Yeah, uh, the run game's definitely stout, but. The Bears offensively have to look to have some long, sustained drives, uh, get into Cleveland territory if they want a chance in this one. Uh, I just think that's the case because giving Baker Baker Mayfield the ball uh, obviously is dangerous. We know he has uh, the ability to make those long throws, to make those highlight reel-type plays, uh, especially with someone like Odell Beckham Jr., regardless of whether or not he's going to be limited in this one coming back. Um, so, you know, I think the bears have done a good job at getting their defense off the field, whether that be the defense themselves forcing turnovers like they did last week against Joe Burrow or in week one, getting some decent sustained drives against the Rams and getting into their territory. Uh, the bears have to get their defense off the field in this one. And I think the key of the game just has to be Justin Fields. How is he going to play? Will he be able to get the ball to his receivers? I trust that he's going to use his legs. I trust that He's someone who's not scared to throw the ball downfield. He's going to look to make plays. He's going to extend plays with his legs. He draws the attention from the defense just because of how much of a dual-threat quarterback he is. So uh, I believe offensively that's got to be the key to the game. Get the ball to your wide receivers. Uh, Don't make it too complicated. Play loose. Use your legs, and hopefully the Bears can stick in this one. Uh, It should be really interesting to see how fields can play. Uh, But, you know, I trust him. The Bears picked him 11th overall. They trust him putting him in above Nick Foles, uh, as shocking as that sounds. But, um, yeah, should be an interesting one. But Justin Fields' success is definitely going to play a very important factor in this Week 3 game if the Bears want a chance at moving to 2-1. Now, we didn't do Fan Mail Friday yesterday. It's normally the segment we do on Fridays where we answer your guys' questions prior to the game. So we're going to answer about two questions here. Um, This first one comes from let's see uh rock two three four six on instagram he asks how is justin fields going to look after working all week with the first team uh i'll answer this one first i i think the offense is going to look a lot better than it did last week um obviously you never want a player to go down to injury so when andy dalton went down it was kind of a scramble getting fields in there and getting him acclimated quickly to playing with the ones he's never had practice with these guys uh, he had some opportunities in one-on-ones throughout training camp, but it's not really seven-on-seven or 11-v-11 action. Um, so I think with a week of practice with the Wands, especially against the first-team defense, I do think Fields will look better. I think he'll look clean and crisp. Uh, he'll have, I guess, uh, a prediction for this game is he'll have like his guy that he keeps going back to. We saw him going to Jesse James a lot throughout training camp as well as uh, Rodney Adams, the two uh, preseason legends for the Bears. But uh, I think... Nagy can make uh, a game script that is more favorable towards Fields. I think you can open the playbook up a little bit more with Fields, and I think in these next couple of weeks, we're only going to see the offense continue to gel. Fields is going to get more comfortable, continue to get his feet wet, get used to this game speed. We saw him with a couple of rookie mistakes last week, but Fields is definitely a perfectionist, so I think he'll continue to correct that. But Parth, uh, taking a look at this week, obviously Justin Fields coming in last week in a little bit of a scrambling situation, didn't have uh, much work with the ones and was really thrown out there to go win a game against the Bengals. And uh, even though he didn't play his best, uh, he definitely contributed to it. So after a week of practice with the first team, how do you think fields and the offense will look in week three? 
I think it'll look really well. Um, like you said, uh, they just need some time together. Uh, Allen Robinson and Fields never, you know, practiced together seven on sevens or eleven on elevens. Uh, these reps were very important for him. I don't know why he didn't get them in training camp. Uh, that's something we all should be asking Coach Nagy, but here we are now. He's finally getting them, and it's important that he does well. Uh, I think he's going to look well as well. I think uh, just getting some time with the players, getting familiar with, you know, where the ball is thrown, the placement and everything. I mean, uh, I, I, last week I made a joke about how Ro Robinson wasn't ready for that ball to be perfectly placed. He's usually just having to, like, extend his arm all over the place, and he dropped his it. His quarterback, I mean, can you blame him? His quarterbacks have been Blake Bortles, <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky, and Nick Foles. Exactly. So that's where I'm going with, you know, the, these guys are going to find out how talented Fields is, and they have. Uh, Matt Nagy said it himself. Uh, I think he said, I can't how well he's progressing or something like that, or – you know, and we all are just like, you know, that's because you just never gave him the opportunity. But here we are now. Uh, he's playing well with the ones that's heard from practice. And then you just hope that translates to the game. Um, and I think it will. Uh, and he's always played well in big games. And this is a big game for him. He's back in Ohio. So I know this means a lot to him. Yeah. Uh, Fields back in Ohio, somewhere where he thrived in the Big Ten, started 35 college games for the Ohio State Buckeyes, played under some of the brightest lights in the college football playoff uh, in the Big Ten championship. So uh, another bright light's going to be on Fields this weekend, possibly the brightest ever, just considering it's an NFL game, his first career start, his real first chance to stamp uh, his name on this quarterback one position and not turn back with it, just run away with it and continue to be the Bears quarterback one. He's going to have a chance to do that this weekend, and hopefully he'll be able to step up and put together a good game. This next question is from Day uh, JW on Instagram once again. He asks, what do you think Justin's stat line will be? Can't have any big drops from touchdowns or wiped big gains or uh, wiped away big gains. So, uh, Parth, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the week, I know. We discussed uh, how we each thought Fields was going to do in terms of scoring touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to go somewhere around 200, 200. Uh, I'll go 240 passing yards. I'm going to give Fields two touchdowns through the air. I am going to be realistic and give him one interception. Uh, I was going to go three touchdowns. I was feeling a little bold. I'm not going to do that. I think the ground game hopefully is still able to be a little bit productive so the Bears offense doesn't become one-dimensional. Uh, but I'm going to give Fields 240 yards through the air, two passing touchdowns. I think he gets on the board there, um, hopefully one on a big play. And then I don't know about a rushing touchdown, but uh, I definitely think he uses his legs and gets 30-plus rushing yards. So uh, overall, a good day from Fields, over 250 yards combined through the air and with his legs. Uh, and I, I'm going to give him two touchdowns and, a, and an interception in this one. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it to you. I believe earlier this week you agreed with me something uh, or agreed with what I would have just said. Uh, something around two touchdowns, but maybe you're feeling bold in this one and are willing to give him a little bit more. What do you think uh, Fields' stat line will look like tomorrow? Um, I'm going to start off with the rushing yards. I think he goes for 65 rushing yards. Um, I think he's going to be able to use his legs a little bit more through four quarters. He's going to have a lot more time, and I feel like he's going to be a lot more leg-dependent as it's his first NFL start. So, uh, And then 225 passing yards. And I'm gonna go with three touchdowns, one Woo. one rushing, two through the air. Uh, I feel like you know he's in his in the red zone. He, I've said it again and again. He's so much of a threat with his legs, and I feel like you just have to have a play that's called where it's him running the ball, or you misdirect it to him or Montgomery or something. But when Tariq Cohen gets back, that backfield's gonna have some speed with him and 
Cohen. So that's gonna be fun to watch as well. <laughs> yeah, I you know personally speaking, I've pretty much about seen the end of the Damian Williams experiment. So it yeah. would be nice to get Cohen back or give Khalil Herbert some more snaps. Uh, but you know it should be interesting. If Fields got three touchdowns in this one, I think the Bears would have a darn good shot at winning. Uh, yep. So, Parth, I'm, I'm hoping for once that your prediction hopefully comes through, um, <clears throat> and that can happen because that would give the Bears a real good shot in this one. Let's get to our week three predictions presented by my bookie. This is obviously why you guys tune into these pregame shows to hear our picks at the end. But first, before we get into it, let's get to this message from our 2021-2022 season sponsors and partners over at mybookie.ag. Winning season has started off hot, but my bookie is continuing to crank up with crank up the heat with a $50,000 survivor contest. Whether you're a newer existing customer, if you've made a deposit with my bookie, you'll earn an entry into the $50,000 survival contest absolutely free. Free. <laughs> to play, all you have to do is pick one winner a week to keep your streak alive and have a shot at the grand prize. Start off strong with a Ravens pick against the Lions, who haven't beaten Baltimore since Lamar Jackson was in second grade. Or ride a hungry Steelers squad looking to get back their historical dominance over the Bengals in week three. Either way, it's simple to play and win, even if you don't have a ton of betting experience, which is why we choose MyBookie here at Baird Down for all NFL contests. Head to mybookie.ag now and get in on the competition by using our promo code BD to receive double your first deposit and get instant access to the $50,000 survival pool. Again, that is promo code BD to instantly double your first deposit. The link is at the top of the description to head to MyBookie's website. Bet anything, anytime, and anywhere with MyBookie. Thank you so much for sponsoring. And it is time, Parth, our week three picks uh i think i've gotten an inkling of which way we're going here but i'm going to start with you so give us your score prediction for this one let us know who you think is going to win and why i'm gonna go with the bears um you know i I'm, i feel like the bears <laughs> gotta pull this one out uh it's against cleveland i know it's a tough game and cleveland's gonna be a really good team this year i feel like a lot of browns fans are about to come at me if they're watching this video but um, how can I not pick the Bears? You know, Justin Fields is 10-0 in Ohio. I think he's going to make it 11-0. Uh, I think he's, he's here. He's ready to play. This is the moment for him. Um, it's a big stage, and I, I hope he can live up to it. And I know he has in the past, so um, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, I think uh, the final score, let's see, 27-24 Bears. Uh, let's just say King Cairo has like a field goal with like two minutes to go. You know, that's really ironic because uh, I pick every week for uh -huh. a website called the Midway Minute. Uh, one of my uh, one of my good buddies, um, Kevin Kaduk, does uh, a column over uh, each week and has me do the pick for the Bears. Uh, and I actually picked the Bears by the exact same score as you. So I've got the Bears 27 to 24 as Let's well. Go, Look, I, I, I think Justin Fields ignites this offense. I really yeah. think he does. I think we see uh, the offense finally open vertically for the first time in what's going to feel like years after watching Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, uh, and this Matt Nagy offense really not get going. This is Nagy's guy. This is who Nagy wanted. If Nagy can develop a quarterback and work with someone like this who's such a dual threat, I want to see it tomorrow, and I believe it's going to come out. I believe Justin Fields is exactly who the Bears were looking for. I think Allen Robinson gets going in this one. I don't think the Bears' defense by any means is perfect, but they slow down Baker Mayfield enough to give themselves a chance. I'm going the Bears. I'm hammering the Bears 
27 to 24, an upset win. They're seven and a half point underdogs. I think that's way too high on the spread. Uh, I think if you're a better, they're giving you way too many points on the Bears. Um, but I'm going to go with the Bears in an upset. Uh, going into week four against the Lions, two and one would be huge. Uh, so I'm going to pick Chicago in this one. Surprisingly, I think it's going to be a good game that goes down the stretch regardless guys coming next will be our week three post game show. Look for that tomorrow night after the game. We're trying to bring you guys the most comprehensive bears coverage on the web. So if you haven't already drop a like subscribe, follow if you're listening on Apple podcasts or Spotify, we're going to keep bringing you guys bears videos each and every day, but thank you guys for tuning into our week three pregame show. If you want more content from us, Head over to our website, beardown.com. The link is in the top of the description. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs to get you guys ready for the Bears Week 3 game tomorrow in Cleveland. If you'd like to find the podcast on social media, you can find it on Instagram and Twitter, at Down. It's a great way to interact with us and let us know what you guys want to see us record about here on the podcast. And finally, you can find the links to our social media pages down in the description, myself as well as Parth. Uh, it's a great way to interact with us. Once again, we're very active on Instagram and Twitter, and you can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the National Football League, definitely the Chicago White Sox right now with Parth, and the entirety of Chicago sports. So, Parshaw, big so weekend here. You've got an IU night game tonight. Uh, I'm sure that's going to be a good one. My Iowa Hawkeyes play. Uh, we haven't even mentioned this yet. I'm a huge golf fan. We've got the Ryder Cup going on. Yeah. Uh, all sports are about to start clicking here soon. The Bears could have a big upset win tomorrow. I know I'm going to continue to get more anxious and anxious, but any last words before we close this one out? The Ryder Cup was a beautiful thing to see. Jordan Speed's shot was awesome. Uh, him almost falling to Lake Michigan. If you jinx them too. by saying that, because this isn't over till Sunday, just so you know. If you jinx them I by know. talking too early about, oh, the U- Team USA's played beautiful, man, I might have to find I'm you. not going to say anything about it. I just thought his shot was incredible. That um, was a great I, shot. That was a great shot. But whist- Whistling um, Straight is a great course. No, the event has been beautiful so far, just watching it. Uh, it's been awesome. And uh, obviously a lot of college football tonight uh, and today. It's starting in 20 minutes now. So can't wait to watch that game. About to hop in the shower and then watch that. Um, and then – see what else bears tomorrow who's playing sunday night is it green bay and san francisco oh yeah green bay at san francisco okay i'd love to see san francisco just kill green bay again you know for some reason with garoppolo starting green bay's the underdogs i don't completely understand that but whatever you know they've always lost against san francisco in san francisco so i understand why like historically whooped yeah yeah i mean it should be an interesting football there, there are a lot be. of good games this week. The first two weeks of NFL football so far have just been super entertaining. Uh, the Thursday night football game, it's great to see Sam Darnold doing well. Um, yeah, he has been well. With the Panthers, we've got, I mean, yeah, yeah, we've got Washington Bills. Darnold to play that well. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we've got Washington Bills this weekend. Chargers Chiefs in prime time or uh, in the morning slate. That's going to be a good okay. one. Bengals Steelers, a uh, good rivalry. We've got Buccaneers Rams at four twenty five. So should be another interesting week of football. And obviously, on the top of That's all of our mind, to watch. Uh, if the Bears could pull out a win. Uh, and this could be a Vikings at 425 too. Yeah. Vikings are possibly 3 on the chopping block. Um, but yeah, on the top of all of our minds is going to be Justin Fields play. Uh, if the bears could pull it out or at least if fields, uh, even in a loss could play really well and, and show Chicago that he's the quarterback we've been looking for. 
Uh, I think it's going to be smooth rolling tomorrow. So all trust is in number one, the 11th overall pick in the draft. Should be a really interesting one tomorrow. Be sure to look out for our post-game show tomorrow night after the game. But, guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. And Bears fans, trust Justin Fields. Stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the post-game show tomorrow night. That's pretty much it for us. Peace out.